So, welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) Will and I are trying to get our shit together, figuring out what we're going to do. Okay. (laughs) We are ready. Oh, my God, you guys. So, this one, uh, hooking it with a happy gif. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, there are moments where Ula and I are laughing so fucking hard and Ula might be like, you know, at her kid's karate class or on set and need to step out off of set because she's laughing so fucking hard. I'm rolling on the floor laughing. Tears are coming out of both of her eyes. We're peeing her pants because sometimes dead L or dead Rick, these are two of our board members that are part of our dearly departed team will show up in our text messages to each other and take our conversation to a whole fucking other level. And that's exactly what (laughs) happened with hooking it with a happy gift. (laughs) (laughs) So do we even know what it means, honey? I was just about to say that you might not have any idea what this means to you, dear listener, but either either do we, (laughs) neither do we, but by the end of this episode, I promise you, you will have a very clear understanding. Why are we talking about hooking it with a happy gif? All right, honey, we'll take, take it away because I don't, I I really don't know where to go with this one. I <laughs> I think uh, we are continuing with the whole relationship um, um, thing that we we've, we've had for the past couple of episodes, relationships with other people, relationship with your yourself, and ac- this actually came from. I don't think I don't know what if we were talking about relationships or, or we were talking about something, and Dead L changed it into hooking it with a happy gift. It had absolutely nothing, nothing to do with what we were talking about. But what it did, it re- it lifted the energy between us super, super, super high. Mm-hmm. And that is the way you can influence other people around you. When you are in a high energy place, you can lift those others around you, even if it's just at the end of your phone. Because by now, um, unless this is your first time listening, you know that I'm in New Orleans and Gladys is in San Jose del Cabo, Mexico. So we are not physically in the same place. But the energy between us, it, it definitely feels like we are in the same room. Because that's what we choose. We choose to stay in that super high energy place. We love to laugh. We love to have fun. And that is why we're here. Because we want you to feel this too. We want Mm. you to be able to laugh. We want you to be able to have fun in your life. Because nothing in this life is worth feeling miserable for. Nothing. Yeah. And to piggyback on what we talked on last episode, we're going to have moments where we feel miserable. We're going to have moments where life is shit. But in those moments, it's so important to remember that we are being invited to choose how we navigate through those shit moments. And that going back to 
to a place where you choose to feel better, whatever that little feel better moment might be, if it's a minute um, in your day, if it's just a breath of fresh air, this is what allows you to not over identify with whatever shitty thing is going on and make it all about how this is an example of how your life isn't going to work out, how things are always fucked for you or whatever. And listen to the previous episode to really uh, get clued in on how, how we carry these narratives ongoing from our past where where i'm feeling honey with this with hooking it with a happy gift is this to me is all about how do we really nurture our desires and let the 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 desire in itself become a very fast like super fast way to supercharge your energy um because one thing that we've noticed is that People, when it comes to dreaming big, they really keep their dreams small and they do not nurture that dream space where they can just go in and imagine their new desires, imagine what they would love to see fulfilled in their lives, imagine a dream and then imagine it 10 million times even bigger, like the most impossible dream and how it would feel to have it possible for you. We don't hang out in this space enough. And yet this is one of the most powerful spaces that we can create for ourselves is that free permission to dream big, to have desires that make us feel good. And then to, to just wade in that pool of desire for as long as you can. And so this is actually what I have been doing, um, very regularly. And there might've even been a moment where I was like, I don't even know, honey, if our text involved that or involved like me maybe wanting to get out of the po- that pool of desire for whatever reasons, but hooking it with a happy gift became this invitation from Dead L to dive back into that pool of desire hardcore <laughs> and just completely, completely throw caution to the wind, completely stop overthinking shit, completely stop trying to make anything mean anything. Because that's what we're here to do in our dream space. We're here to abandon all of these conditions that our minds put on us dreaming big and practice dreaming even bigger like it's a muscle. So I, I would love for, for us to really see this as the invitation to go back to that childlike state where you would just mm-hmm. play in your imaginary world and dream, dream, dream as big as you can. Mm-hmm. And it, it's very clear to me now that this is about the relationship with yourself. So thank you, Dead L and Rick, for clearing that out. Um, and that relationship with yourself it starts with trusting yourself and trusting that you really, really, really do have a board of people. We call them Dead L and Rick. They are just two of our board members. But you have an, an enormous amount of dearly departed friends and family around you always, 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 always supporting you and mm. your desires and your dreams. And once you start trusting that, yes, you do know when something feels right, or even if it feels wrong, you know that it, there's a difference in that. Like last time we talked about the need and how it's different from desire. And once you have the desire, 
you can move on to knowing that you are supported. That relationship with yourself that I matter, I am important, I deserve all these things, and I am worthy. And then you can start knowing that all those desires, all those dreams, as big as they are, they are possible. They are possible. And that is where your hooking it with the happy gift invitation comes. (laughs) You're hooking the dream. We're adding the happy gift as we reel it in. That's the image that I got. And this... You know, there's a there's a saying that I heard on an episode of Queer Eye, which is, my dreams don't hurt me, my dreams give me the best moments of my life. And I love this quote so much because it it goes back to what can often happen when we have loss, when we have disappointment, when we have hardship in life, is that we stop dreaming so big because we don't mm-hmm. want to be let down. And that is exactly the opposite of how we're meant to move through our entire life. We are expansive beings. And one of our experiences that we get to have here on earth is to expand, 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 expand until we expand so much that we return back to our infinite state. And that's all that death is, you guys. I mean, the more that I understand it through my relationship with Ula and our connection to our dead people and really developing my own ability to connect to my dead people on my own, the more I realize that death is expansion. It's full expansion. And yet we have such a negative story around death and we fear it. We fear loss. We fear the heartache. We try to avoid it. And everything within us energetically like gets sucked out of us. It feels so small and scared and withered. And I know that there's real pain behind death and loss, obviously. Mm -hmm. But when we remember that there is no death, as we teach you on this platform, and if you can see death as expansion, then the invitation to show up to make room for the joy and the celebration and the all these other emotions that often don't, we don't think belong in that same spectrum of loss or hardship or death, we can make room for them. And that's where the ease can start to come in. And that's where even in the midst of something very difficult, very painful, you can allow your dead people to come in with something like hooking it with a happy gift and actually laugh your ass off for that Mm -hmm. moment and feel better for that moment to just keep moving forward one step at a time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And since we're on the topic of death here, (laughs) that was a kind of a surprise for me, but (laughs) in, in the topic of death, it's often we think that we're going to be alone. Like that's one of the fears that I hear from people that uh, when you die, you're alone. And the opposite Mm. is true. The opposite. You are so connected to every single person you've ever been connected to on this planet. All of a sudden, you are really connected to them. 
when when you you cross over and and change your energy from this human experience back to non-physical and when you 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 learn that the opposite is true all of a sudden it's like none of that matters none of that fear matters and it just kind of goes away and mm-hmm. you start trusting you start trusting that yes these these friends are still here because i'm sure i've said this quite a few times on this podcast already we don't go anywhere i'm sorry people but we don't go anywhere <laughs> we're still freaking here <laughs> and they are just not in the in the physical form but they are still here they are very much focused on what you're doing and they want you to know that they are here they're not here to haunt you they're not here to scare you. <laughs> they are here to support you. And when you learn that they are here and you trust that they are here and you trust that you are guided, oh my goodness, you will definitely last your ass off because they are everywhere and they are so fucking funny and they want you to know that life is supposed to be joyful. It's supposed to be fun and funny. Mm, I love that, honey. And that is where when we integrate that knowing, when we actually realize that 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 is the way forward, that is our truth, that's when you allow life to happen Mm -hmm. for you. Because when you start to receive their nudges, their guidance, their, their funny moments, and you don't question it, you don't write it off, you don't overlook it. Life becomes a co-creation. And when you are co-creating with the non-physical, with all these loved ones that only want the best for you, no one's here to reprimand you or to make up for shit that happened while they were here in human form. None of that exists. And that is where we have the freedom to then live whatever kind of life we desire. And this is for me, one of the biggest permission slips to dream as big as I fucking can, to throw caution to the wind, to follow my heart's desires, to show up recognizing that we all have the gift of now and now is all we have. So what would make your heart's desires flutter? What would make you feel so good to entertain the impossible dream being possible for you and marinate in that space as much mm-hmm. as you can, as often as you can, as long as you want, because this is what immediately will raise your energy. And then when you get in your car and you go to the grocery store and, you know, some, somebody cuts you off to get the last parking spot in a parking lot, you're not as irked. You're like, wait a minute. Okay. Maybe I'm not meant to park here because there's something better. And then all of a sudden, you know, a spot right in front of the store that you're going to opens up for you. Or what happened to me this morning, honey, I was on a walk with love bug and we went down to the beach and it's, it gets hot here still, um, in the morning. And so I was thinking, God, you know what? It's going to get hot. The walk back is going to be miserable. I'm like, actually, I don't want to walk back. We're going to hang out at the beach as long as we want to. And I want to ride back to my house. So there's going to be somebody in their golf cart that's going to give me a ride home. And as we're done at the beach, we get on the street and all of a sudden security pulls up in their golf cart. I'm like, there you go. Perfect. 
So Mm -hmm. this is what we make room for the more that we allow life to co-create with us. Yeah. And uh, don't put your house in there. That's where we start to stumble when we start putting in how, but, but how am I going to get this? But how is that going to happen? And, and when is that going to come to my life? None of that, none of that matters. It's, it's, and I keep telling this both to myself and Gladys that it's all done. It's done. It's done. It's done. Whatever, whatever you can desire, it's already done. The universe mm. is already complete in that sense that if, if you are able to receive that desire, it's done. Now you just have to hook it with your happy gift. <laughs> <laughs> And then live in that feeling that it is done. It is already in your existence. And yeah, we really do create magic on demand. Like you just did this morning with the <clears throat> golf cart. It's mm-hmm. and and I ha- I have a thing. Um, I go to a specific Whole Foods um here in New Orleans and I have a um parking spot that I always always get because it's my parking spot it doesn't matter if i go on monday morning it doesn't matter if i go on saturday afternoon when it's packed Mm -mm, it doesn't matter that parking spot is always there for me and even if it's not um free the second i pull up all i have to do is go around the parking lot and it'll be available when i come back it's Mm -hmm. always there because i know it's there And Mm -hmm. I trust that. I live in that feeling that, oh, yeah, I always have the parking spot. I don't have to worry about it. Mm -hmm. And you guys, this is such a big practice for us because this is so counterintuitive to everything that we've been taught which is we need to see evidence before we're going to allow this dream to even exist. Um, And the minute we see something that tells us that maybe the dream's not going to happen, we bail. We're like, okay, I'm checked out because I don't want to risk getting hurt. I don't want to risk, you know, like getting my hopes up. But this is the opposite that when when we as children step into a playground of possibility, we're not thinking about hows or ifs or whens or what ifs. We just play. And if something happens that might hurt us, and I, I love this moment because you see this often with toddlers, you can have a toddler fucking wailing, right? And having a complete meltdown. And the minute you put a colorful lollipop in front of its face, it, its eyes all of a sudden get really big and it turns its attention to the lollipop. And then all of a sudden the crying stops. And it's, this is something that I call lollipop of distraction um, in my book, The Good Goodbye, because we're, we're the same as adults. Why don't we make our lollipops of distraction, these dreams, these desires, Mm -hmm. and then hang out there until our energy gets back in a place where we are reopened to the knowing that anything is possible for us. And I want to caveat this because I think the, the place where people can get stuck a lot is, okay, I can dream. Okay, I have my desires. Yep, I'm good, Gladys Anula, right? Like I, I know how to do all of that. And then it's knowing it's done. That part is where we get really tripped up. That's mm-hmm. where we put the brakes on because knowing it's done is inviting you to deepen your desire even more. Mm-hmm. 
And we don't want to do that if we're coming from a place of caution. And then we limit how much magic we get to create because now our energy is cautious energy. And when you have cautious energy, you're not as free to co-create with your dead people. And so the dead people then just respond to caution. And so knowing it's done and accepting it's done is a whole other ballgame. And this is one, sweetie, where I know even even still I'm I'm like teetering in that space and it's like, okay, what would it feel like to know it's done? What would it feel like to know it's done? And I can get really excited for a minute, but then my thoughts bring me back to like, yeah, but what if that that thing isn't reciprocated? Or yeah, but what if I can't make this happen? And all the yeah, buts uh, quickly take me out of that amazing space of knowing it's done, done, done. And it's completely normal. Mm-hmm. It, again, we've learned this so for such a long time that of course we start taking score. And that is the thing that actually trips you up. You're taking score. I This is my desire. I want to be a billionaire, but look how many billionaires there are in the world or, you know, only so, so such and such people can become. We start doing this with our brain. But if you can stay in the state that it is done just for two seconds, try two seconds, try 15 seconds. When you get to a minute, your energy starts doing something really, really cool. It starts collecting even more and more and more and more of the evidence that, yeah, it's possible in one minute, in one freaking minute. But we are such great people looking at the reality that <laughs> that usually we don't give ourselves even a minute to be in that dream state that it is done and I already have the desire in my life. It's already here. Yeah. And if you can allow that knowing to exist, it's already done. My desire is already here. Mm -hmm. And then you do get tripped up. The work is not so much about, oh, that desire is not possible for me. I need to find a new desire. It's, oh, how do I get my energy back up into that open desire space of knowing? Mm -hmm. And you guys, this happened for me last week in a really fucking powerful way where I had a conversation with Ula um, where I was like, actually, you know what? I don't have that desire anymore. (laughs) It's flat. (laughs) It was done. I was like, it's over. It just, it just kind of disappeared. Yeah. It's really not on my list of desires anymore. And it was like, okay. And then we talked a little bit more and then you reminded me that, you know, maybe the desire is still there because it's already done. And this is why the desire even showed up. So, um, it was more about me like checking in with my energy Um, and my energy actually had, uh, colluded in that needy space. I was responding to a situation that didn't involve me, but just hearing what the situation was like, it was just kind of, it brought my energy down because I let my energy go down. So I was like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm actually just having a response to that thing that has nothing to do with me. Let me get my energy back up. And within, uh, five minutes. It was so funny. Um, something really fucking huge happened and my desire just went through the roof. <laughs> it was truly magic on demand. It was like 
there is <laughs> let's let's put it th- this way: the the um, Gladys love oranges, and he decided I don't love oranges anymore. I don't really want oranges. All of a sudden, there's freaking oranges. <laughs> there's an orange tree in my fucking living room. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing shit. And this is this can happen in so many amazing ways if we allow it. And Will and I just have so many examples of how this this is what we get to experience in life. And yeah. these moments, it's they allow us to again expand that dream muscle as if it's a muscle because that's that's mm-hmm. really what we're trying to exercise and make room for in our brains that are so accustomed to looking at how things are not going to work out for us. Yeah. This is getting your brain to make room and to create neural pathways that go to the this is of course going to work out for me place. And the and that takes practice, it takes repetition, but the mm-hmm. more you do it over and over and over again, the more that your brain will allow you to easily go to that, of course, things are always working out for me place instead of going to that course, I'm going to get fucked and this isn't going to happen for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's muscle memory, but also how the energy responds to your energy is because when you start doing the one minute thing even if you do it once a day that one minute it accumulates it doesn't deflate you don't go back to zero it just Mm. accumulates over time and then your default spot moves from nothing's ever gonna work out for me to you know what everything is fucking possible so with that, everybody, let's let's give ourselves permission to go back to remembering that our dreams are not here to hurt us. Our dreams give us the best moments of our lives and to really allow yourself to go to that dream space and dream as big as you can, then dream even bigger, marinate in that feel-good space. Don't get caught up in the hows or whys or whens or anything that is going to dampen that dream. Just give your dream permission to expand as expansively as it can get. And notice how you feel. That feeling, that feeling of possibility, that feeling of knowing, that is what can become the driver's seat that, that you operate everything from in your life. And, and this is something that becomes, becomes exactly how you create uh, a life of making the impossible possible over and over and over again, where people look at you and they're like, why is your life so fucking magical? And you're just mm-hmm. like, cause I, cause I choose it. Right. And, and this is what it's an honor for Ula and I to be able to teach you all is these these learnings become more and more a part of just what you expect for yourself. And that is when you realize that you are so fucking magical and you deserve everything that you desire and more simply because you are not because of anything that you've done because the doing has nothing to do with it. It's just that you are magic because you are. Mm-hmm. So remember and, that you guys. And you, you can come and experience this firsthand with us. December 11th through 15th in beautiful San Jose del Cabo. We are hosting our extraordinary retreat where you'll get to be everything you ever desire. And you're going to learn how to do magic on demand. And you're going to hear the true stories behind these. These, um, sometimes, um, 
I don't know how, uh, how, how should I put this, that, that we can't actually tell you all the details here on the podcast of you know, like our real life experiences, but you're definitely going to hear a lot of these real time, real experiences in, during our retreat. So you'll, mm. you'll get to experience our magic, how we turn shit into gold. I love it, honey. So all the details for the retreat are in the show notes, you guys. And um, if you've got any questions, you know how to reach out to us. But let's all start practicing how to hook it with a happy gift and just yeah. bring more more magic our way. Yeah. And P.S. The happiest gift is the piñata. <laughs> we'll explain that another time. <laughs> mm-hmm.